You know what I've always wanted to do on Pornhub? I've always wanted to be the guy who cleans the casting couch. Like uh, they, they, elaborate. They, 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 <laughs> there was a there was a guy. I don't see how that'd be good at all. You know, it'd be no, really no, no, cool no, 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 if no, no, I was no. wiping up a bunch of seminal fluid. <laughs> no, I've no, always no. wanted to be that guy. No, 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 no. You guys misunderstand. What was that movie they called? Clearly. Like the jizz moppers. They're like, then the jizz moppers come in and they. <laughs> no, 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 no. So there was a there was for a while. I got a big job for you boys. Lots of semen all over this couch. For a while, there was a guy who would post on Pornhub. It wouldn't be anything porn related. He would just be this weird old guy, and it wasn't even the same casting couch. It was just a black leather couch, and he would smile at the camera while he would clean the couch, and that would be the entire video, and he got, like, billions and billions of views, dude. Billions and billions billions billions. billions. Like, he did, like, five or six videos and then, like, skated off. He was, like, the best one-hit wonder I've ever seen in my entire life. Pornhub edition. (laughs) Jesus. All right, we want to start this now? We ready? What? Nothing. He's just staring at Don't me. He's looking at his phone. Don't you dare <laughs> stop this back. recording. That is what you're doing. Don't you fucking dare stop it. That is perfect. Ah, oh, fuck. Let me crack another one. The Necronomicon awaits. A ritual must be performed. Seems fairly obvious. Batu, Marada. <laughs> I told you I would find you. Noni. Pass, pass in your seatbelts. It's going to be a bump, bump, bumping night. It's showtime. What's your name? What? What is your name? We are men of misfortune. Welcome to the Men of Misfortune. I am your fearless leader, Tyler Campbell. And to my left, we have... Uh, the one and only, really, I mean Riley, because he's really Riley Waller. Really willing. Really willing. And to my left, it's I your, have... It's your boy Mason. And to my left, we have a very special guest. A very, very special and honorable guest amongst us today is a man we have known for many years who we love and respect with all of our hearts. And his name is... I'm Cortez. He's Cortez. <laughs> Cortez. Oh, fuck. All right. Uh, if you guys are uh, new to the channel, thank you guys for checking us out. If you guys are uh, longtime listeners, thank you for returning. And welcome back. And welcome back. Mm-hmm. So, today, boys, it is 4 fucking 20. I was going to say, it is, it is yeah. a very, very special day. We Not- are here to honor and celebrate the birthday of the one and only Adolf. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, don't, don't forget to put put a bottle of Gatorade and Visine uh, by the door for Snoop Dogg tonight. That's right. Yeah, man. I uh, maybe a couple raw cones if you know what I mean. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Little cobras. Cobras. Uh, King Cobras. King Cobras. Let's not yeah. talk about Cobra. You're not ready. I'm not ready for that, dude. That's a fucking 40. Edward 40 hand. I want to do that Josh. so bad. We're not talking about Josh. Josh Saunders. Who? <laughs> that, that, no, we're not going to talk about him. Oh, okay. God. He's a low cow. I just found out what a low cow is. Actually. I don't know what that means. You just said a word that I don't that I don't it's know. It's like Chris Chan. He's a low cow. Just oh. somebody that everybody laughs at online. Nah. Where people just troll him. We saw a guy walking around uh, the town center going doing some shopping. Oh, this guy yeah. came out of a cookie store that looked just like Chris Chan. 
just, <laughs> and he's just well, like, what, what did he fucking he say? He looked Corey? right at Riley walking up this cookie store for a box of cookies and went, oh, I messed up. I shouldn't have walked in there. <laughs> I'm, in, very, I'm in trouble now, ain't yeah, I? Very Absolutely. feminine, feminine, like, you know what I mean, demeanor. And, like, I was just like, yeah, they done, done got you trapped in now, huh? And he's just like, oh, you know it. <laughs> My poor how, – how, was this was this a large man or, like, a tiny man? That was a very large Chris Chan-looking It man. was a okay. large man in an uncomfortably fitting-looking pink T-shirt. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh. he got into, like, a very, like, big Nissan Titan, which was kind of confusing, but – um, that's my dad's car. Something like that, yeah. I, I, I was telling, like, you've, you've both seen Crumble Cookies here in town, for the, the listeners that yes. don't know. It is a cookie store that makes insane, crazy, like, sweet cookies, and they sell ice cream and stuff like that. We've just got one locally, and I am uh, purely annoyed by the fact that this place is fucking packed. Always, and they're open until, like, midnight, man. I've never yeah. been to this yeah. place. Where is this? It's by hy uh, Yeah, no. it's, like, right next to video games, et cetera. Oh, no and, shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's always packed? Yes. Yeah, yeah we and were, they're literally uh, packed until midnight. So Mason was yeah. with me Saturday when we uh, went. We tried to, We attempted to go there, and <laughs> like, there was no. literally like <laughs> 30 people inside, and people were just coming in and out nonstop. Yeah. And the cookies are so I – mean, they're not bad. I mean, they're like – I'm not a huge sweet guy anymore. Like, no. You know, but, like, it, it's like 20 bucks for six cookies. Yeah, that's. It's, I mean, it's kind of that, obnoxious, honestly. That's that's a little overpriced. I'm just saying yeah. six. I mean, I don't know how big these cookies are, or like the quality they're of like, cookie. They're like maybe like five inches. No, you could like literally walk like another seventy five feet to Hy-Vee and get, and get like a dozen cookies for, for a few bucks. Six dollars, <laughs> six dollars max. Dude. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it was uh, it was very interesting. Yeah, man, and, and like <laughs> you know, my favorite thing is that you uh. The guy walked out, you know, he's like, oh, I got to I messed up by coming in here. It's like the same people that go and they're like, yeah, I'm on a diet. I want half Diet Coke, half Coke. And it's like that that doesn't it doesn't cancel out what you're trying to do here, lady. I was like, I'm counting my calories here. (laughs) How do you count the fucking mixture? All right. So we got a fun story today. You want to go ahead and get that one on started there, May? Because you haven't been here for a couple episodes and I missed you. Uh, Let's see here. Doctor removes drill bit accidentally inhaled during dental procedure. Oh, dude, that's oh, that's like the shit of nightmares, man. That's my biggest fear. Yeah, I bro. absolutely hate dentists. That's fucking shit. Still, I've never been to the dentist. Ever in your life? Not once. Holy fuck. I don't even know a dent. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a, a dent enthusiast? <laughs> just, that just on the end of it, right? I'm just fucking, obviously, I know what a dentist Shows up is. at car crashes, and he's like, just look at this. Look at this dent right here. This is fucking insane. Yeah. Doctors in Wisconsin were able to safely remove a tiny drill bit from inside a man's lung after oh. he inhaled the tool while undergoing a procedure. Uh, his name's Tom. He was 60. He said he was getting a, f- uh, a filling from a dentist in Illinois. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, so you done fucked up, they, Illinois. Did they happen to say where? Uh, Aurora. Oh, oh not so that, yeah. not too far from here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Aurora Medical Center, Kenosha in Wisconsin said the surgery could have led to invasive could have been invasive, but they decided to try a device that's typically used for early detection of cancer to attempt to pull the drill bit out without surgery. So they used a tool that wasn't used for that and pulled this it got bit into out his of his lungs, lung, I guess. Though, yeah. I mean, How would you not notice that? I, mean, I was at the dentist getting a tooth filled, and the next thing I knew, I was told I swallowed the tool. Oh, was he the, was probably what, under anesthesia. Yeah, what the guy told the TV station. I didn't really even feel it all go to, going down. All I felt was a cough. When they did the CAT scan, they realized uh, I didn't swallow it. I inhaled it. 
So yeah, they did the surgery and then they got it out and he said I was I was never so happy as when I opened my eyes and saw them with a smile under under that mask, shaking a little plastic container with a tool in it. So that's basically the story. <laughs> that's crazy. We undid our failure. Yeah, woo! Don't sue us. <laughs> why would <laughs> yeah. you be smiling? Yeah. It's, it's like a somber occasion. They're just waiting. Like, uh, he's like, he's gonna get up soon, right? <laughs> yeah, like all the like people in anticipation. It's like the end of the third Lord of the Rings movie. They all start like jumping on the bed and shit. <laughs> fucking guy looks across the room, and the dentist just like peeks his head in, like smiles at him and nods. Done good. <laughs> Listen, dude, we did all sorts of fucked up shit to your mouth when you were passed out. You got dude, no how idea. many ball pictures we have? Dude, I'm sorry. If I at least like if it was me, if I was the, the dentist, and then they woke up, I'd be like. Bro, we cleaned all your teeth, gave you some gold caps. <laughs> like we done hooked you up, man. Dude, because we fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up so bad. Now, you got a grill now. <laughs> now does he get to go to the dentist for free for the rest of his life? I would as long hope as he so. doesn't sue right. them. Yeah. I mean, I definitely hope so. I would want all fake veneers like right away. I want fake teeth. I want brand. New, I want a brand new grill right fucking now. Give it wonder, to me. Could I wonder if you actually could sue him because technically they fixed what went wrong you know what I'm yeah, i was gonna say it, i mean is that on the waiver you sign when you come in i mean <laughs> i don't think i've ever signed a waiver going into a dentist's office like this is your say. fault if we fuck up i don't know yeah that's a good question i mean it's probably one of those things when you first get there they make you sign it off and then like, like oh you just a fine print that i don't read. yeah exactly sign just right sign here. here sign here Type just don't thing. even look just yeah. sign just so, you're fine so to our listeners here um we're gonna invoke a challenge here i would like you to go on yelp and find a one-star reviewed dentist and go there and see what happens <laughs> let us know if you inhale anything <laughs> just go for a cleaning and see if you walk out with all of your teeth it's gonna be like our, our own little version of a one-star reviews and if you haven't seen that guy's videos check them out they're pretty great is that the guy who goes around and he checks out one-star review places and he he goes there and then gives his like opinion on him. Like I've seen As him go to like leaves. tattoo places and like yeah, hair cuttery places and shit like that. People just had like a bad reaction with the the artist. I think I saw that was the one I saw. Yeah, it was like a bad yeah. reaction with the the artist, and mm-hmm. then he like flipped out and she left, and then he, you know, did a decent job on the guy. Right. So, with that being said, we're gonna move on to our next story here um, from the wonderful great state in the East Coast known as Florida. Fucking most of our stories. California? No. (laughs) (laughs) Other side. Other side. side. Florida man with drugs around penis denies they were his. We are in Clearwater, Florida here. Florida authorities said they found cocaine and methamphetamine wrapped around a man's penis during a traffic stop, but the man denied the drugs were his. Pinellas County Sheriff's deputies said they stopped a vehicle driving without its lights on at 4 a.m. last Saturday. WFLA-TV, wow, could have just left the dash out, reports the driver was arrested on charges of DUI and marijuana possession. Authorities said they found a gun under the passenger seat while searching the car and discovered the drugs while searching the passenger. The man said the drugs were not his, but didn't say who the drugs belonged to, according to the arrest report. Yo, the people in Florida are on like a different plane of existence. Man. I think they really mo- are. Most of our so stories, much to learn. Most of our stories today come from Florida, so I'm really glad that we have like a whole 420 Florida episode right now. I'm That's fucking right. digging yeah. it. Dude, that yeah. guy was riding super dirty. Holy yeah. shit! The gun. Both of them were riding dirty. Yeah, the, uh, drugs around his penis. 4 a.m. Lights off. Drugs. <laughs> yeah, it's his always dick. the fucking people that like 
do the obvious shit like don't oh, I'm just be suspicious don't yeah. be suspicious yeah. <laughs> you, you know like going 30 on the highway like dude you're just asking to get pulled over dude just asking to get fucked and like you you have all this stuff on you like you think you'd want to be like on his penis <laughs> <laughs> he's got a big dick it's yeah. <laughs> a lot is that tucked <laughs> underneath the shaft five grams of cocaine <laughs> imagine being the officer that found that it's like he grabs it and he's like dude your dick is either fucking massive or you got a lot of drugs on you you know, I mean, like, I've been patted down by a cop. I don't think they ever touch my dick. <laughs> like, nah, how they nah, find nah, that? No, no, no. Not in Florida. It's mandatory. That's <laughs> what I really like about that story. You can arrest him, but if you want those drugs, you got to touch his dick. You yeah. got to go for that dick, bro. <laughs> you got to touch that shit. What would, like, his best excuse be, though? Like, man, I was getting my dick sucked in, like... That she must have been hiding the drugs in her mouth or something, and they just got stuck on there. Like, I don't know. <laughs> just deflect. <laughs> just deflect. Why are you looking at my dick, man? <laughs> <laughs> Do not let it leave that level. I don't <laughs> think I don't think I'd be... I, <sighs> you got to have a better spot than your dick, though. I mean, I'm just saying. There's got I mean, but where? Where? I don't know, man. I think where the would dick's a pretty good spot. Yeah, you think the dick's... like the, I'm, I, I feel like under the taint would be very searchable. I don't know. I don't know where else where you'd go with drugs. Your other, ass. Yeah, other than your ass. Saying, you yeah, swallow it, like the, you have like a, so much of a chance of overdosing the second that hits the stomach acid. You say, unless you throw it up in like a certain amount of time. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I don't have much information on this subject. <laughs> say, yeah, I've never been in this situation. You're telling me where you've never muled drugs I across t- state lines. Not, Come on, no. we're on radio. <laughs> Come on now. Don't be shy. Say. Okay, we got the next story. Uh,. The church gaming Ed Sheeran imposter. Uh, so basically, this guy went around and was offering churches his services to play Ed Sheeran songs. He doesn't look anything like him. I, I mean, he's got the red hair and the beard. Um, hold on. Sorry, there's a lot of bullshit in the middle. Yo, Corey, speaking of dicks, yours is awesome. Dude, I'm so glad you said that. Hey, man. Nice cock. Nice dick. (laughs) May I touch your dick and honor it? Okay, I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Let me describe sucking your dick to be honest. (laughs) All right, so the article says, uh, if you squinted your eyes hard enough and in the dark room, you'd see Ed Sheeran. The Fugitive Task Force is looking for Ronnie William Jr. of Scottsville for fraud. He has convinced three local churches that he is Ed Sheeran and even went as far as performing Shapes of You in front of a Christian community church last Saturday. Uh, the post continued when the pastor was asked why he believed it was the real Ed Sheeran would perform for $35 in a sandwich. <laughs> the sandwich. He said <clears throat> he just assumed that he had fallen on hard times. So let's go ahead and look at this fucking dude. Does that like, look anything like Ed Sheeran? <laughs> that looks like... Edward Sharon just crawled out of a I guarantee you if you didn't know what Ed Sheeran was like, you'd just be like, okay. Dude, this guy <laughs> sure. looks like he smokes so much fucking meth right before doing the shapes of you. He looks like straight up deprived from Elden Ring. Wait, so he like <laughs> so he like is legitimately getting charged with like Imposter or impersonating. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. You're gonna say, is that a crime to impersonate a celebrity? And I, mean, I guess if you're extorting people for money. Yeah, that's thirty five dollars in a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it'd be one thing if you're like trying to play like big stadiums and getting hella money or something, but yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, like they they don't put up with that in Scottsdale. No, no, and I want to know how good that performance was. 
Like, how many people were like, oh, this is Ed Sheeran? And he starts playing. He's like, wow, is this terrible. Well, obviously, starts... no one at the church knew who Ed Sheeran was. Just, no, absolutely. Just starts playing, not. like, fucking Smoke on the Water. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumb, dude. I, I feel so... I don't feel bad for anybody in the situation. The, the, the Ed Sheeran guy got a sandwich and $35. Probably to smoke more crack with, you yeah. know. He he's on the up and up. Yeah, he's on the rod, but he he got, he's a belly full sandwich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the sandwich is gonna last him a whole six hours. Dude, fuck, dude. I couldn't uh, I couldn't figure out what what would be the best way to uh, come to the uh, call the cops. I mean, like when you call the cops, you're like, yeah. So we have a fake Ed Sheeran here. He's doing shapes of you, and it's just so fucking bad. Like, you please need to escort him off the premises. Yeah. Keep saying shit every like other word, and I'm pretty sure that's not part of the song. What? I'm in love with the shit of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the shit that I want to shit. I don't know. I just feel like it had to be some like hoity-toity church for them to really fuck with this dude. Like I feel bad for him, kind of. I was gonna say maybe like they obviously fucking knew it wasn't him, and they were just like, all right, like let's feed him, you know, give him some money, some food, like whatever. Like an old old Karen in the audience was like, "That's not Ed Sheeran." And then he like went to use the bathroom, and it was just like freebasing meth in there. And they're like, "All right, you're fucking done." That's probably what it is. They found him doing drugs in church. We, we gave you the sandwich. We gave you the $35 at Sheeran. You need to go. You've crossed the fucking line. You need to stop smoking church, or you need to stop smoking meth in the confessional booth, all right? You need to go. I said I wanted crack, not a sandwich, bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck. I almost had it. Oh shit, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of the way! Hey, fuck you, man! I'm trying to skate here! Hey, man, fuck. what's wrong? Dude, there's nowhere good to fucking skate. I keep busting my ass on, like, concrete and sidewalks. I'm just tired of it, dude. I hate this town. Why don't you go to Hollywood? Hollywood? What the hell is that? It's an all-action, sports-friendly, 8,000-square-foot indoor skate park in Dubuque, Iowa, with 2,000 of that in a separate area, which can also be used for party rentals. Open six days a week, and we'll be doing an all-age show coming up here in the near future. Oh, shit, man. Thanks. I might have to check that out. Yeah, they're at 3125 Cedar Crest Ridge B. And when you go there, use the code MISFORTUNATE for half-off lesson or $5 off a day pass, which is normally $20. Oh, thank God they have lessons. I can't skate with shit. Hey, me too. Nice. So what else we got going on there, Mason? Um, <clears throat> well, I'm trying to read it, and I'm getting confused, but I will just read it. <laughs> okay. French women ruled dead in 2017 fight. 2017 fights to be declared alive. Uh, Gian Puchain's status as deceased <laughs> is the result of a court decision that deemed her dead even though there was no death certificate. Um, some French lady, uh, she's had, she has an unusual problem. She's officially dead. She has been trying for three years to prove that she is alive. The 58-year-old says she lives in constant fear not daring to leave her house in the village of St. Jo- Joseph in the Lior region. Authority- authorities seized her car over an unpaid debt. She contests, and which is at the center of her troubles. She fears the family furniture will be next. Her status has prevented her and her husband, who is her legal beneficiary along with her son, from using their joint bank account. Being declared deceased has deprived her of other critical amenities. I no longer exist, she says over the telephone. I don't do anything. I sit on the veranda and write. She calls the situation macabre. I bet it was like a like the um, 
like the Family Guy episode where Peter Griffin goes in and he they're like sex and he's like no thank you uh, what's your uh, age and he's dead dead and then death shows up at his door and he's like all right come on he's like but I'm not dead he's like no no it says right here you're fucking dead oh yeah yeah that was like one of the older episodes oh dude it's like first season or some shit and where yeah. it says check your gender I'll put no thanks I'm dead <laughs> 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 one of my uh, favorite old Family Guy moments is when. Uh, I can't remember where the fuck Peter's at, but he's like in like a, a mess hall somewhere and he's like trying to eat his food. And then the lady comes up to him and she's like, and what's your name? And he's just like, uh, uh, looks at the plate. There's a P on it. P <laughs> looks at somebody's face. They're crying. And he's like tear. And then a fucking Griffin flies through the room. Like, Griffin, Peter Griffin, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. I, I, I want to know, like, what led up to this woman actually being claimed deceased. Was it, like, a clinical error? Or it had to be something. Her former, her former employee, employer, said that she was dead. Oh. And I'm not really understanding why. I was going to say, how can, a, how can an employer announce that they're dead? They're, like, downsized. they wanted to fire her. Yeah, they wanted to fire her, but, like... Maybe it was, like, a Melvin from Office Space situation where they're, like... Yeah, you haven't even been on the payroll for like two years now. You're actually dead. <laughs> you're actually dead. Yeah, so we we're going to need to move you to the basement. Yeah, the storage room or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Some Europe shit I don't really get. Yeah, I, I guess they wanted to fire her or something and said she was dead. And she's like, I'm right here. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> no. This isn't you. <laughs> says here she's dead. Yeah. Well, can so. you give me my death certificate? Sorry, we don't have there it. There isn't one. Yeah. It's given know. to the family on upon death. I don't know. She's on the veranda writing and says it's macabre. I don't think she's struggling too hard. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. I think there's something kind of cool about being legally classified as dead. Like, you could just, like, be the Undertaker. Dude, what if you just <laughs> <laughs> role play? Just wear a trench coat and a black cowboy hat, roll your eyes. Like Extremely the dark eyeliner. Uh, I wonder if you could commit crimes. Probably. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. I'm dead. <laughs> Couldn't been. <laughs> Couldn't been me. Right. Right. No, I'm actually dead. You're alive again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now that it benefits you, it's over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need you to alive me, please. <laughs> Un- undead me right away. Yes. Get to pull out the Necronomicon. So do you guys have any plans for uh, 420 other than getting stoned to shit? I actually don't know if I'll be doing anything like that, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I've been on a bit of a sobriety break lately. I haven't uh, partaken in certain activities for about like two to three weeks now. Yeah, bro, we're going straight edge. Yeah. I hate this podcast. This is a straight edge podcast. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I might, I'm the only one sitting here drinking beer. I, I kind of wondered why it was so weird. Like, what's going on? Is Jake not here? Because uh, Corey's rocking. Corey's okay, claw. I was gonna say he's since, got a claw. I was gonna say since Jake isn't here, am I Speak just the, for yourself. the only alcoholic of the group just still showing up to this fucking thing? Like it's AA. Nah. By the way, Jake graduated AA. Yeah, yeah, congratulations that. to Jake. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure didn't he have a Snapchat and he was like, "I'll have a beer to you later tonight, AA." Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, something oh, like that. Dumb. <laughs> fucking so oh, dumb. Jake. The two AA alumni is in the podcast <laughs> <laughs> podcast <laughs> roster now, baby. You survived AA. Yeah, I didn't you... even know you were in AA. You... I had to once. What? What for? I got a DUI. Oh yeah, Jake oh, did the yeah, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jake got two DUIs. I'm pretty sure that's what got him. In Iowa, the first G-Billy. one's free. 
I was going to say, first yeah. one's a breathalyzer <laughs> and like a, a $20 slap on the wrist. Yeah. The third one's AA, and that's another slap on the wrist. So they, with the uh, amount of farmland and uh, quote unquote country boys here, they're, they've basically, the statue of limitations has been severely l- lowered. <laughs> How long was his AA? Like six weeks? I think it was like something like that. Like a couple months. I that want was to say. a couple months. Was yeah. it really? It oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That definitely. would that would definitely suck, especially if you miss one. If you miss one, do you have to like restart the whole program over again? I mean, I had to do uh, it once, and they just had to. Yeah, I had to bring a piece of paper, and the person had to sign it saying I was there. Oh, well, that's and nice. I attended. That's nice. So At I least. guess technically, if you got someone to sign it, you didn't have to go. But just forge it. I think it's more of like the honor system type thing. Yeah, <laughs> I love the honor system. It's not like they have a sponsor following you around twenty four seven. Yeah, obvi- obviously, if Jake's still drinking, then it's not like a super strict thing <laughs> no and i'm, I'm fucking all. proud of him i'm fucking he, he he held through aa drinking the entire time i'm fucking what a winner he never faltered no he yeah. never stopped never once not, <laughs> especially when his gallbladder started going to shit he just kept kept going and you That's know fucking commitment uh, the good lord right. will have it so dude jesus fucking christ can't be getting get in between a man as bush light that's for sure not around here no. not around here not in <laughs> iowa god forbid yeah um I, I don't think I could survive AA. I don't think I'd be able to survive it. I'd walk in and be like, "What?" Well, you, know how, you know what you do? You just never put yourself in the position to be there in the fucking first place. That's <laughs> hey, how it's fucking done. man. <laughs> so, we got a we got another one here for you. Is that okay, Tyler? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, man. All right. Um, this is coming from BBC.com. Um, Which one? I don't know. The better, news one? Better business company? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. The British ones? Okay. Just checking. Just checking. <laughs> we were talking about a U.S. man who wins a $450,000 lawsuit after an unwanted office birthday party. <laughs> a Kentucky man has been awarded four hundred fifty k after his company threw him a surprise birthday party despite his warnings that would trigger stress and anxiety. Plaintiff Kevin Burling claims that the unwanted 2019 birthday party at Gravity Diagnostics caused him a series of panic attacks. Oh, well, that would make a little bit of sense. Mr. Burling's lawsuit alleged that the company discriminated against him on based on a disability. The company has denied any wrongdoing. According to the lawsuit filed in Kentucky's Kenton County, Mr. Burling, who suffers from anxiety disorders, had asked his managers to not celebrate his birthday at work as it normally does for his, its employees as it could potentially result in a panic attack and would bring back uncomfortable childhood memories. What Damn. happened to him as a child? It's a clown. 100% molested. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, 150%. Woodsy Owl got to him. I don't think, like, dude, anxiety, like, cripples this country. John Wayne Gacy was actually at his birthday party. <laughs> right, most likely. Most likely. Facts. Probably why, how he, how he got all fucked oh, up. Dude, he guaranteed one if you went there and told your boss not to fucking do it, and they did it anyways. That was if, probably a short-ass case. He's being really yeah. weird about this birthday party. We're absolutely doing we it. We have to do it now. <laughs> Make it that stop. just means he wants us to do it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking sus as fuck he's, right now. He said he doesn't want it. That means he wants a surprise. He wants birthday. a fucking surprise. You know what's crazy is I've been asking us. <laughs> meltdown I, he had? I've been asking for a surprise surprise birthday party since i was like i don't know like eight or nine because i love surprises yeah, yeah and i haven't ever gotten one Neither and this guy I, this fucking asshole goes to fucking work where everybody probably fucking hates him he goes i don't want a birthday party and they fucking throw him well, one maybe that's the key you should tell us that like bro don't throw me a surprise party. i really <laughs> you do don't. don't do it don't do it 
Look at me. I'm turning 29 in like a month. Don't fucking do it. I won't remind you. <laughs> Three weeks. I don't know why, but Snapchat the other day reminded me that your birthday is in 21 days. Hey, that's random. cool, though. <laughs> Three weeks. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. I didn't know it did that. Did it, did it do like a little video of like all of the good times that we've had together on Snapchat? No, nothing like that. Good, because I didn't want to see any of it. Yeah, those don't exist. Me good. neither. Fucking dumb. What you think about that, Corey? Corey? <laughs> <laughs> Awful quiet at the end of the table there, sir. I'm very happy that you're three weeks away from your birthday. I'm not. I'm almost 30, man. All right, I'll go fuck myself. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I played dodgeball with my son yesterday at Boy Scouts, and my legs have never hurt more in their entire life. I feel like I just walk like 12 miles. Did you smoke a bunch of little kids? N- yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no. <laughs> no you, you, start, you, just, you just like, as you get older, you start, to, you have to realize what you can and can't do. So like running's out the picture. Yeah. But no. like, you can still throw the ball real hard. Yeah. No. I, <laughs> so you can beam the kids. Dude, I was like, there was no, there was a no head rule and I fucking threw it and it about being this little fucking blonde girl. <laughs> Like, just, I mean, just flattened her, dude. I fucking threw that thing as hard as I could. It had a nice little spin on it, and I fucking just barely missed her. And I looked at her, I was like, I should probably stop. He was like, I'm going to jail for murder. Assaulting <laughs> yeah. a minor, here we go. probably fucking stop, man. Yeah, dude, no, my, my, my thighs feel like I ran, like a, like, a good 12 miles, and I don't know why. It's, uh, 30's not looking good for me. You know, it's it's thirty and flirty, more like thirty thirty and hurty. And hurty, yeah, bro, yeah. I'm fucking in pain. Dirty man. and dirty. Dude. I fucking wake up and I'm I'm sore. I don't even have to do anything. It's just to wake up and go. It's like gravity feels heavier, dude. I- <laughs> See, here's how you could have changed all that. Hmm. Should have smoked that little kid in the head with that fucking dodgeball. <laughs> you would have felt then, so young again. Yeah. Then you would have woke up with the winner's mentality. <laughs> <laughs> then you would have been running real fast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. You would have fucking ran like a quarter mile in like five seconds back to your house. Your son's still just standing there like, Daddy? My, dude, I, like when I fucking uh, I hit a couple kids. And my kid came up and, like, grabbed onto me, and then, like, two other kids grabbed onto me, and then, like, five of them ganged up. Hell, and yeah. Balls at me. Like, you're like, you're like Joe Dirt, where they're throwing all the hot dogs at him in the cafeteria. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> yeah. ah, I like it. I like hot dogs. He's That's a little okay. reverse psychology. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, uh, my son, he, uh, you know, all these kids are probably, like, I don't know, nine, ten. So all their I, I I don't I think I'm the youngest dad there like probably top top two percent. I considered myself the cool young hip dad. I come amongst, in covered in tattoos, <laughs> long hair, group. man bun. You know I'm ready to fuck some kids up as a dodgeball, and uh, I, they were more spry than I was. I think they're just used to the gravity of <laughs> just how life works at this point in time. Either that or they actually take care of themselves, unlike me. That's how life works. Usually, how that happens. Yeah, man. My tits started sagging. My gut started hanging out, and that—that that was the end of it. You can always go back to being healthy. Are you suggesting I work out? I mean, you could. Nope. Boo this man. <laughs> 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 All right, fake DEA agent busts while trying to get a discount at Wendy's in bundle. 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 A man tried to get a discount on on his fast food order. Is accused of impersonating a DEA agent. According to Bible police, <laughs> David Stover, twenty or fifty-seven, was arrested Monday at a Wendy's at 
doesn't matter the address. Officer said Stover was demanding a law enforcement discount and started threatening to report staff to corporate for not giving it to him. According to police, Stover was regular was a regular at the Wendy's for the past two years. Workers said he used to get a discount at the restaurant because he had a friend who was a cashier there. According to the uh, arrest report, but when the worker left their job, Stover started claiming he was a law enforcement officer. The manager at the store told the investigator that Stover would often tell workers he was an undercover DEA agent and would occasionally <laughs> flash a badge when asked for proof. Uh, investigators said Stover denied ever claiming to be a DEA agent. However, he did admit to carrying a concealed carry permit badge, which he claimed he showed the employees because they asked to see it. Stover faces charges of impersonating a law officer. So he's probably getting fucked, but... I was going to say, that's a... What what kind of discount do you need? It's Wendy's. What are you ordering? I was going to say, if you're a fucking DEA agent, like, do you really need like the extra dollar off? He's like, dude, I've been doing undercover for two years in this area. <laughs> I've been sitting in your parking lot yeah. for like six months now trying to make sure it's safe, all right? You know how hard it is for me? It's fucking hard out here in these goddamn streets, you know? <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Uh, you ever got a discount at a fast food joint? No. I can get law enforcement discount, and I have never asked because it would feel really weird. Are you serious? Yeah. Fucking what? Yeah. You get a discount for being a fucking guard at the prison? Yeah. A lot of places. How much is it? What? Like much, uh, fast food places? Uh, excuse me. Yeah. That's correctional officer to you? I don't fucking know. The prison th- guard. You know, <laughs> yeah. Wait, so is it like, what, like McDonald's and Burger King and stuff? It's a lot of places. A lot of places will give you like 20% off. I, I've never asked, though, because hmm. I just would feel like a total douche being like, huh. My discount, please. Oh, you're coming with me next time I'm getting food. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'll whore you out for Thank that you. discount. We're going to Who Hunt and we're getting like 30% off. At least. Do you guys, do you have to show a badge whenever you do that? I mean, like, how does that work? Do you just write it? Usually, and that's why I will never do it because I would just feel really weird being like, here's my badge. I'm trying to figure out the cheat code to this so I can do it whenever I go to fast food joints and, you know, I got to pay for a family of four. I don't want to pay for a family of four. I want to pay for a family of me, bro. Hey, buddy, I'm a cat. I'm a cat, buddy. I mean, I'm all for, like, people getting discounts and shit like that, but if there's one thing I cannot stand, it's that person that feels like they should get a fucking discount at every single place they go to, no matter what. I mean, whether you've earned the right to or not, like, it's like the guy you see that walks in and it's like, yeah, I know that's not what you guys paid for that. Right. Well, you can, yeah. It's like, dude, you're really going to argue semantics over a McDouble right now? Like, just because they used to be a dollar? Like, sorry. Like, it's just not how it works. Oh, like, no, you have to pay a dollar twenty now. Yeah. Like, your, your world's going to come crashing fucking down. I don't, I don't, John Deere has a lot of fucking, uh, what uh, cutbacks that I could use, discounts and shit, but I, I, I've never used one. I'm kind of like Corey in this boat. I know what I can do, but it's like there's no point to it. Yeah. Whole like nickel off the order. I don't give a fuck. I was going to say my fiance's job's kind of the same way. We were supposed to get like a discounted phone plan uh, through Verizon, and there's like just too many stipulations to it to where it doesn't yep. even, it's not even fucking worth it. It's like we'll just pay the extra money and have what we have. Yeah, waste time. Like if I wanted to go to like Enterprise rent a car, I could rent a car, but I have to go through like paperwork. I have to send, I have to send um, paperwork from um, from Enterprise to Deer to have Deer sign to send it back to Enterprise, and then I have to sign it, then fill out this form, and then I get my money back three to six weeks. You know, it's not even fucking worth it. You know, and it's 
it's fucking i've never used a discount ever but i guess money's money you know another reason i don't really want to ask for it is like i don't want to be put in a power dynamic where i ask for a discount and they're just like no you have to <laughs> you have to prove this intensely to me like i I don't want it to be made to where I'm like begging for for Bonnie off a sandwich, right? That's true. I can see that. I can see that. And the second they like give pushback, you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. Yeah. I don't even care. I'm too much of a Jew, man. I'm sorry. I'd use it every time. <laughs> it just, it's just not worth it. So I just, just I wouldn't even pull up to like the window where you ask. I just pull up to the window you pay. Show the badge. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, don't even ask until you yeah. get there. <laughs> Go to the final window where you pick up your food and then show them. They're like, <laughs> they're like all right, back up. Need a refund. <laughs> like, make the person that cashed you out come to that window. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Tom with the Magic Wand from Misfortunate Media. If you made it this far in the episode, we stopped for a beer run. But check out our other shows, our deep dive show, Morning Cup of Chaos, our anime show, Now I Mention Everything, and our new show, Meta Misfortune. You can check us out on any streaming platform or anywhere you listen to your podcast. All right. I'll be reading the next story. And I'm kind of excited because I've seen this one before. Title. Man who threw meth-fueled death party for ailing wife gets three years in prison. And the thumbnail is just a really insane-looking old guy with a lot of creepy red spots on his face. Just that's, that's picking scabs. Yeah. A, a huge shit-eating smile. Like, he, he does not give a fuck. He is so proud of himself. <laughs> <laughs> A Minnesota man who threw his wife a drug-fueled death party before she died in January was sentenced Monday to serve three years in prison. Dwayne of Sarlays, some town, was initially charged <laughs> some stupid-ass son of town. In he Minnesota. He was Minnesota. Hey, jinx. He was charged with murder in the death of his wife, Deborah. Who died of methamphetamine toxicity. So she died of an OD, I'm assuming. I'm assuming she was already gonna die. Yeah, yes. she's uh, death death filled party. Why are you gonna arrest Ooh. that guy, man? He was just like, Me and my wife are dying, we're just gonna do some meth. Yeah, just, bro. Just die. Lost anyway. my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just trying to go out with a bang. I mean, yeah. Can't we just do some meth and bang each other in our own house? <laughs> I thought die? this was a free country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I feel bad for them. I honestly, if you're if you're about to die and you're about to check out, like you know, they have make a wish for kids. Can't they do like make a wish for adults and just be like, all right, they're they've got like a week left to live. Like, let them smoke their meth and let them die. Like the husband doesn't need to go to jail for this shit. He's gonna do meth later, and he's gonna he's probably gonna overdose too. You know, I don't know. Yeah, like they'll like make a new tax, and it'll be like the dare program, and you pay into it your whole life, and then when you get older, you can cash out, <laughs> get your money back. If you're paying for anti drugs. Like, listen, I drugs. said no to drugs for thirty, 30 years. <laughs> Let me get some now. Right. Kind of reminds me of Shameless when that girl had like cancer. Yeah, she had like. Uh, pancreas cancer yeah pancreatic cancer yeah, that, that yeah. pretty much once you get pancreatic cancer you're done yeah like there ain't no yeah. way to there there's like a like a two percent chance they're gonna survive yeah, she just became like a full-on crackhead and was just getting like obliterated every single day and then uh, she went to like costa rica or something or whatever and then just died and, like basically killed herself on the beach like drowned herself in the ocean or whatever yeah so i got another nice. uh challenge for our listeners uh well not really a challenge i just want your honest opinions what you would do if you were told that you have literally a week left to live what would you do send us an email at metamisfortune at gmail.com i think we already had this discussion did we really yeah, we, we did. did well we didn't ask 
I don't know if we listeners. asked the listeners, but we all went through it. Yeah. We did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was, was one really of the fu- questions I asked. I was really yeah. fucked up and I don't think I got like a good enough answer. I like I, I think I we did that episode and the next day I reflected on it and I was like, that's probably not what I would do. Well, what did you decide on? <laughs> <laughs> I would I would try to do as much as humanly pot like didn't didn't we have like a like a month or a week or something like that? A day. I thought it was like a like month or something. Yeah, yeah if I had a month more than a week. I I say, would, yeah, because I'm pretty sure I said I'd travel and stuff like that. And I gave like the lame answer, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would try to do as much off my bucket list as I humanly possibly could. That includes skydiving, um, you know, just just stuff that would honestly endanger my life as much as humanly possible. You only got one life. Go run with the bulls. Yeah, go do something really fucking stupid go. just for an entire month. Just not really give a fuck. And I'd probably try. Uh, all the drugs and knowing the knowing drugs. your luck like your first day you'd get hurt and then you'd be hospitalized for 29 days <laughs> <laughs> you're stuck in the hospital <laughs> morphine morphine click 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 keep more pressing drugs. this button and it ain't getting me more fucked up i don't get it somebody call the nurse in here tell her the levels are fucked up well mr green wasn't there we i was gonna say what, what would Corey do what would cortez do i'd probably go completely insane <laughs> like intentionally <laughs> i feel like if i was just looking at my own like demise within a short period of time like i would just become completely unhinged yeah like so you start like killing people i'd be like dennis from like always sunny an episode <laughs> where a guy's like hot one out tonight huh <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a fucking hot one you ever been in a storm a storm of blows like yeah. wally wally the fucking next door neighbor um yeah, just like every day is Groundhog's Day, pretty much. What would uh, what what was the what is the scariest? Not scariest. What is the? I don't know how to put this. What what's the best thing you've seen at the prison? Like the the, the most memorable shit you've you've seen. You know, it's normally nothing like super crazy. It's just a a series of small like. I almost said a word I was told not to say. A, a series of dumb, s- <laughs> yeah, a series of stupid, s- <laughs> silly things. Silly, yeah, yeah. silly, a, a bunch of silly little things. Oh, you guys, go back to your cells. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty consistently amusing, but like, have I ever just seen like just some insanely ridiculous thing? Like, I've seen some people eat their own shit, and, you know, like some <laughs> some pretty damn. some pretty basic bitch inmate type of activities. But uh, tell wait, our wait, listeners wait. about uh, what you experienced a few weeks ago while on hospital duty. Oh, uh, so uh, I had to watch this guy in the hospital. He's chained to a bed. He's an inmate in a prison, and this dude. I work night shift. He's like super talkative, which is like the last thing you want because it's, it's the middle of the night. Right. <laughs> you don't want to listen to some dipshit fucking tell you his life story in the middle of the night. And uh, this dude's about to get half his uh, foot cut off because he's like an absolute dumpster man. Like, <laughs> like, this dude hadn't clipped his toenails in like two years or something. He's got like an ingrown toenail like cutting into a tissue of his foot. Oh. And then he's over there like, man, but doctor, I-, I told him my foot was black, but there was something wrong, but he wouldn't do his job and fix it. It's like, yeah, man, uh, like five years that led up to that, like never taking a bath or cooking your nails. Uh, I feel real bad for you. So it's like an hour into me being there, and this guy's like, man, I gotta take a shit, CEO. 
And I'm like, yeah, man, sure. So I take all of his cuffs and everything off so he can go take a shit. And he just, like, starts staring at me, like, wordlessly. <laughs> and I'm just, like, getting mad. I'm like, all right, dude, your cuffs are off. Go take a shit. Like, what What the fuck is going on here? Like, you better go take that shit. And he just keeps looking at me. He's just like, man, you got to help me, man. And I'm like, dude, I... You need to tell me what you need, man, because I don't know how you shit. I don't know what your process is. Like, can, can you, like how, much, how much weight can you put on that little fucking goblin for the years? I don't fucking know. I don't know you. He's, he's just mad, like, talking shit to himself. He's like, man, man, is this dude serious right now? Man, man, what the fuck, man? What, what does do on right now? And I was just like... Yeah, man, I still don't know what the fuck you're asking me for. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know how you shit. So I just, like, go sit down, just, like, leave him alone. He's, like, making awkward grunting noises for a minute, like, trying not to shit himself. And he's like, yo, see, yo. <laughs> I get back up, and I'm like, all right, man, like, one last chance. Like, what, like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> I look over, there's a walker collapsed on the wall. I was like, dude, if I give you a walker, can you walk to the bathroom? And he's just like, man, man, you no help, man. Man, what's wrong with you, man? So I'm just like, oh, no, dude, hit the nurse button. Fuck off. <laughs> so, uh... This nurse comes in like 40 minutes later, and this dude is furious. <laughs> he's been sitting there trying not to shit himself for like an hour straight. And th this like nurse comes in, dude's all like, man, man, y'all don't know how it is, man. I'm stuck in here with this man. He fucked up, man. He about to just let me sit here and shit myself. It, which, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Shoot yourself. <laughs> it, it, it matters not to me. <laughs> so this dude's super mad at me. He's trying to like get this nurse on his side. I'm a piece of shit because I wouldn't carry him to the bathroom and sit him on the toilet. So the nurse brings a dude into a room and is like helping him take a shit or something. And uh, dude's already mad at me. And uh, he gives him like some like Clorox wipes to like wipe his ass with. And I just hear a nurse like, all right, mister, clean yourself up now. And I just hear like, but I'll say his last name's William. It's not his, not his actual name. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just a, a, a placeholder. Yeah. And he's like, I just hear, yeah, yeah, Mr. Williams, don't use the same wipe you used on your ass on your face. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude's already super mad at oh me. And <laughs> from <laughs> across the room, he just hears me like, <laughs> I'm just like fucking dying, like professionality out the window. It was just super funny. And uh, without going to full detail, basically for two days straight, because they made me do it again the day afterwards. Oh, fuck. This guy was yeah, just yeah. extremely mad. <laughs> I wouldn't help him take a shit the way he would have liked me to, I yeah. guess. I mean, you at least offered to lend a hand. And yes. It seems like he just wasn't wanting to work with you. Like you were just an uh, expert that, in this field. It was, <laughs> it was a thing incarcerated people do where it's like... They get mad, they're incarcerated, so their form of revenge is like, I'm going to talk to you like you're my fucking servant. Right. <laughs> I got to take a shit, CO. What are you going to do to <laughs> fix this? 
how how does that how does that make you feel sometimes? You just you just I give him the middle finger. Yeah, I, was gonna say. <laughs> I could not possibly care less. Okay, so can you can you walk us through an average day for Mr. Green? Uh, I go to work. Uh, usually just like do what I have to do. Like, there's not really that much involved because I'm on night shift. Run a breakfast line. Make sure nobody is, like, raping anybody or anything. Holy fuck. And then I go home. <laughs> and, I, and I have a lovely day with the family. What were you expecting? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Have you had that occasion, like, that, that situation happen? I mean, does that op- happen often? It, I mean, I know. All the time. <laughs> Literally 24-7. Somebody getting raped in prison is uh, all the fucking all time. All the time. Oh, oh God. I, I wouldn't last. Too pretty. Too pretty. If you too say pretty. so. Too pretty, too fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, which is it? Shut up. Don't worry about it. Hey, everybody. This is Diabetic Daddy from Misfortunate Media. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in a relationship or at work. Not dealing well with stress? Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now, you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. Special offer to Misfortunate Media listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp.com slash Misfortunate. That's BetterHelp.com slash Misfortunate. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. So is that something you've always wanted to do with your life? You just, Absolutely uh, fucking not. No, what did you want to be? <laughs> what did you want to be? Uh, I wanted to be like... A professional skateboarder or something. Yeah. I could see that. You went from disrespecting the man to being the man. Well, I mean, I wasn't really disrespecting the man. I was kind of just riding around on my board getting some exercise by myself. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) I wasn't, like, spray painting fucking walls while I was skateboarding (laughs) or anything. Like, it's it's not a... specifically anti-establishment yeah. sport. I always, I always picture, I don't know why, I always picture Tony Hawk pro skater and you just run around tagging shit and just hitting people with skateboards. I don't know why. All right, you ready to join the crew? We need you to go tag up the other skate team's turf, man. Make sure you do a 50-50 tray flip, a nose flip, whatever the fuck. Like, I'm not good at naming skateboards. Uh, listen right up, man. Eric Costin done killed my moms. <laughs> so I need you to skate over and kill his sister for us. Jesus Christ, I missed that Tony Hawk pro skater. The secret level on Tony Hawk's underground. Rodney Mullen's going to pull up with some crack. <laughs> We're going to need you to sell that all around town on your skateboard. Yes, and you smoke that motherfucker, fool. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, definitely miss those games. I was literally wanting to play Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 earlier. I never did get the um, the the remaster of 1 and 2. One, because I thought it was really silly that they just put 1 and 2 on a single game. Like, I mean, 
let's be honest, like most of the games are pretty much the same. Yeah, Aside absolutely. from like a few characters and maybe a few skate parks and stuff like that. Soundtrack's a little different. Yeah, soundtrack's a little different. I feel like they could have just combined them into one big game, but um, I don't know. I'm not really good with, because I guess you could consider that a sport, like with sport games, I don't really stick with them. Same with racing games, if I ever play them, like I'm interested in them for like a week and then I just throw them away. You just like the fancy cars. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just you just like the, the fancy cars. Uh, yeah. the, the skateboarding game. Fancy. Did you guys ever play the the like any of the Tony Hawk Pro Skaters at like an arcade? No, I didn't. That I didn't even fun. know that was a thing. It it was not fun because you couldn't like really like control how the skateboard went. Like you could ride, and you try to do like a kickflip on it, and you'd, like jump like an idiot, and Look, like nothing mom's would happen. Skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's we ha- cool, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 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 bowling alley back in Danville had one, Lincoln Lanes. They had the they had the Tony Hawk Pro Skater game, and you would like it, like literally you get on it and it had two orange bars for support. And you would like try to do flips and shit on it, and it just would not read anything ever. I don't know if it was just the machine or if I'm just stupid when it comes to skateboarding. Probably wasn't the latter. There, wasn't there like a skate or one of the like skateboarding games on like PS3 or 360 had like a an interactive skateboard you could use that was like motion sense and stuff? I know there was Tony Hawk Ride. Was that it? I was gonna say I knew there I was, was a Wii game. Yeah, it was, was a, it? It was a Wii game. It had oh, like a okay. white skateboard that you would. Stand I know on. that one. There might be another one. I, I thought there one. was like another one that was made by EA or something like that um, a long time ago. Um, I don't think it did very well, but I always see like the skateboards at like game shops and shit. I honestly don't know how EA stays in business. I don't like they just repeat <laughs> the same game over and over and over and over and over again. Madden, it's, yeah, more or less, yeah. It's with a different skin. There's nothing that changes. The gameplay is still the same. It's just a little bit nicer. E E E E E E. But the stats, but the statistics, they traded the guy from the Broncos to the Bears. And somehow his stats dropped, like, dramatically. And it's like, I don't, what what happened from 2012 to 2013? Did he, like, break his fucking leg or something? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, well, listen, know. man, you're asking too many questions. Trust me. I <laughs> That's was what hi- this show I is was, about, though. I was in high school football, man. I was going to go all the way if I didn't fuck my ACL up. <laughs> I play Madden to relive my childhood fantasies yeah. of playing with fucking Peyton Manning. <laughs> I was going to say, just no offense to the listeners here. I just think football is one of the most boring fucking sports ever next to baseball. Baseball is pretty boring. No offense. I know Corey here is uh, quite the baseball enthusiast. I love baseball. I was going to say, yeah. I've catch this guy playing some MLB 21 on PS4 every now and then. Catch me at the batting cage, baby. <laughs> I just, I, I think um, sports games in general, uh, when it comes to racing and sports games, it's the same shit. Like I said, it's just repeated skins. Repeated yeah. skins, you're, you're not doing anything different. The same plays, same people. Whatever, man. You didn't even play Rugby 22. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> you never even played NFL Street or NBA Street. Oh, exactly. oh, Jesus fucking Christ. You never even played game. Mario Baseball, fam. Uh, dude, but I played the shit out of some Mario Tennis, and I'll fuck your shit up. Let's go. I was going to say, Mario Baseball was the fucking shit. I and, didn't play baseball. And Mario play. Strikers was fucking awesome. That's why I have it, and I still play that shit. I will say this. I worked at GameStop for a very short stint. Like a week? Like two weeks. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I thought you fucking knew me, man. And, uh, like, it was a really, like eye-opening experience like seeing some of the shit that these people spent money on and like one of them i remember a release i worked uh it was a midnight release back when they still did those 
was like Madden 18 came out. And there were fucking people coming in. They'd buy like the Fantasy Pack League, like the Ultimate Edition, drop $140 on a fucking sports game that they were going to buy again next year. Yep. Well, I think a lot of those people, I think they only buy like that game. Yeah, like, maybe. Like, yeah. like that's maybe. a minor investment to them compared to a lot of to people like who, us. who yeah. buy yeah. a bunch of games. Yeah. Gonna say, I just don't feel like, like, I mean, you know, like I said, then again, I'm not a sports game player, so like, I just don't see how the playability like is still there. They're all on the other side of a fence, laughing at us right now. Yeah, Pretty yeah much. they're like, you fucking exactly. nerds. <laughs> you haven't played Call of Duty for the 500th time. You're fucking trash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they need multiple games to fill anything. <laughs> to feel a void, I save money by buying one game a year. <laughs> how does it feel to be a pleb? <laughs> I, I, yeah, dude, and then you get those people in front of like. Elden Ring or Dark Souls, and they're like, "What do you mean if I die, I lose my shit?" Like, yeah, man, you got to get good, you piece of shit. Uh, what do you mean? I fucking, I, I would love to see somebody who's only like only plays Madden or MLB and and throw them in front of like an Elden Ring or Souls game and see how well they do. No, surely, their mind would shatter. I, I bet the fucking <laughs> rage would be fucking insane. I would love to see it. I would uh, love to it see would, it. It would probably be a very short play. They'd go back and trade it in for the new. So that's game. exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> They'd do the same thing you guys did and just stop playing immediately. So oh, they yeah, wouldn't come back. Too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, which Call one? Back. Which one was that? Which one did I stop playing? It was two. It was, it was two. Yeah. It was me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tyler probably had the same experience. I don't know. I didn't play two for very long. No, I don't know. It was him. pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely my experience. I think, it was, and to this day, I think the guy at GameStop literally would just wanted to see me suffer. Yeah. <laughs> I literally was like, I've never really played these games. But anyway, sorry, Corey, what's up? Don't worry, Mason. I also, as an intellectual, can, <laughs> we're, can big, a, we're big brain, can appreciate Dark Souls 2 to its fullest extent. Hey, I, I just told you I played it for like two months last year and got to like level 100 and something, almost beat the game. Corey Green. We'll give you a pass. <laughs> oh, thanks. Get the bro pass. Corey nice. Green played Dark Souls 3 with us with the DLC, uh, and he went through every single boss without getting hit. And he will always keep that on his shelf. I didn't die either. Not once. Not fucking once. Can we did move on from this subject? <laughs> saying, yeah. We're going into yeah, like just a whole a, other topic here. Just, uh, that just pisses me off. I actually, <laughs> I actually no damage ran the entire trilogy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> with, with, a, a, with a pair of Donkey Kong bongo controllers. Um, yeah. <laughs> I literally... Corey is such a meta like fighting game player. I literally... What was it? Soul Calibur 2 that we played that one time? Yes. My old house, and uh, he, this guy literally fought me with a pair of Donkey Konga controllers. And I fucking, was there. And fucking beat me, like, every single time. I You're could still me. not fucking beat him. Yes, I'm not kidding. The bongos? <laughs> yes. Oh, my and God. I still, I'll, we can do it again. I have them here. <laughs> I would love to see that. I would love to see that shit. It was, it was pretty irritating, not going to lie. All right, now <laughs> let me just fully slap my dick down on this table right now you can do it on the bongos yeah. <laughs> let me fully slap the the bongos with my fucking dick right now i not only was playing it with the bongo controllers i was also playing a rhythmic beat he was too. Yes. <laughs> it was like <laughs> he's just like onga bonga onga bonga the whole time <laughs> Oh fuck, dude! That would that would irritate me so bad. It was kind of like the time that you guys played him in a uh, Smash Brawl or Smash. 
Oh, we teamed up on him, and yeah, he just dominated. Still yeah, he, sh- he pulled it, pulled out his phone, and was showing you guys like memes and stuff <laughs> while you guys were fucking yeah, fighting. I'm still, was... I'm still upset about that. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ, man! All right, what do we got next? Well, moving on from ourselves here, as much as we love ourselves, um, mm. we got a post from Loudwire here. Uh, religious musicians take over airplane, perform worship songs. I fucking hate Christians. <laughs> Jesus. You <laughs> didn't say they were Christian. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, they could have been I just Methodist. Picture, been I, just picture, I just picture them. I just picture Satanists. They could have been Mormons. Don't even come in. Oh, so now fu- you feel a certain you way. Yeah, yeah, what I if it was <laughs> like a satanic death metal band? Yeah, bro. Maybe, uh, would you be upset? Maybe I mean, it was a bunch of atheists. <laughs> <laughs> They're a bunch of religious atheists. <laughs> religious atheists, yeah. yeah. We sing about nothing because there's no afterlife. <laughs> or it's like they're agnostics or something. They they believe in something, but they don't believe in it because of this or whatever. They have, like, have to, whatever, how ag- agnosticism works. Or Agnostic is you there you believe that there's you believe a that possibility there's a chance. You don't know what, though. Yeah. yeah. There was a whole South Park bit on it, and it was hilarious. <laughs> Anytime. fucking episodes long. <laughs> Anyway, anytime you get on an airplane, you risk ruining your own sanity. If you're stuck next to a chatterbox or in front of a kicking child, there is no way to escape. You're trapped. Over the weekend, a group of religious musicians took over an airplane and started performing worship music, so consider yourself lucky if you weren't on board for that one. Over the weekend, a video of the musicians playing religious songs on an airplane went viral. TMZ reports that a man named Jack Jens Jr., uploaded the original video, which features a caption that reads, Worshipping Jesus 30,000 feet in the air. Dexerto added that he wrote in the description of the video, we are taking this flight over for Jesus. (laughs) No comments. Fucking Lord. His TikTok account is currently set to private, but the video has now been shared on multiple platforms that has garnered millions of views and thus many reactions as well. Imagine you get on a plane and you have to listen to this, one user wrote in a tweet with the video. As a person of faith, I implore you, don't do this. St. Francis of Assisi <laughs> said, it is, said it best. Preach the gospel every day, only you have to use words. This kind of thing just turns people off, and rightfully so. Someone responded to the tweet mentioned above. However, some people were in favor of the performance. I love gospel music. Get some earplugs if it bothers you, someone remarked. Another Twitter user pointed out that this group of musicians in particular also played songs for Ukrainian refugees at the border of Poland and Przemysl. Przemysl? Nailed it. Something like that. The exact whereabouts of the plane are unknown, as well as whether or not the patrons on the flight were aware that an event like this would take place. For all we know, it could have been something they willingly signed up for. But if they didn't, we can also understand why some of them may have been extremely annoyed. I, for one, would have been heavily fucking annoyed and probably just told them to stop and protested would, that flight. <laughs> I would have flipped the fuck out. Like, okay, so your, your early comment, if a bunch of Satanists grabbed, you know, death metal band grabbed grabbed a hold of a fucking flight and held it hostage and played their music, would you be upset if Dumenbergier or, like, Behemoth, like, got on the mic and they're like, we're going to fucking record this right now. And it's like, yeah, man, let's do it. I'm, 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 I'm for this. Like, let's go. I don't want somebody to be like, Jesus is a friend of mine. You know, I don't want that, dude. I yeah. don't want that. And he's playing an acoustic. Dude, if you bring a guitar as a carry-on item and you pull it out, you deserve to be castrated. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking say Heavy words from our leader. I don't <laughs> fucking care, man. I don't even fucking care, dude. I like. Anyway, the... here's Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, dude. I would have preferred six hours of fucking Wonderwall to five minutes that Jesus loves me. Yes, I know. Are you sure? Yes. Uh, 
I guess if it's six hours of just that one song, then yeah, maybe I can see that. Learn the chords. You learn like you know everybody mm-hmm. sings along. It's a good time. But like, I you my ears are already popping. I'm already pissed off. Like I don't need someone throwing their fucking shit into my face. I'm just saying. If that happened when I was on an airplane ride, I would be utterly non-surprised. <laughs> really? Any time I've ever been on a plane, people are just super annoying in some regard, some fashion of some sort. So I would be completely non-surprised by it. The longest flight I ever I've ever been on, I think it was uh what ten hours, a ten hour flight, uh from North Carolina to Colorado or to Utah, and uh, there was a screaming baby for about three to four hours. Oh jeez. That was probably the worst fucking thing I've ever been through. Yeah, I can see why. You can't escape it. There's no going anywhere. Where you go? Where you go? When I headphones in. When I flew ten hours from San Francisco Airport to Kona International, they sat me next to like this like Spanish dude. I didn't know any English, and he ordered a Clamato tomato juice in a can, Ugh. like every like thirty seconds. <laughs> was his skin orange? Uh, he was pretty pretty hued yeah he had a a, a reddish (laughs) orange tint yeah i mean he was ethnic but he uh this dude was just sitting here smashing v8 clamato juice and i hate tomato juice i think it smells like shit so it just disturbed you to your core to see somebody enjoying something you (laughs) hate so much (laughs) this absolute animal and he's just sitting there in like a pile of V8 like Clamato juice cans when I'm a flight. And he just reeks like a big fucking tomato. That's so fucking gross. And he keeps ordering it so many times he's opening his mouth and I'm just like getting hit with this like V8 oh, yeah. tomato explosion. Yeah, that would uh, be awful. Just every like three minutes. Clamato. Uh, <laughs> towards the, the stewardess. Yeah, that'd be awful. I'm um, not going to lie. I had a the only flight I ever had like that I sat next to somebody that was actually fucking weird. I was 18 and I was flying flying from from Florida to Indianapolis. It was my uh, graduation present for my parents, and um, I sat next to a guy who had alopecia. You know the Michael Jackson disease. He sat down next to me and he looked at me and he said, "Don't worry." I'm pretty sure that's not it. Is this not it? No. No, you're thinking of Will Smith's wife still. Yeah. Uh, alopecia is the hair. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, what is, what right is, what's the what's keep the, his wife's Vitiligo. name it's out v- your v- fucking v- mouth? <laughs> <laughs> it's called vitiligo. Yeah. Vitiligo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. We were talking about alopecia earlier today, and I think that's it got stuck. Because Uncle head. Ruckus had revitiligo. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> oh, from the Boondocks. Yeah. He's yeah. white, but he looks black. <laughs> he sat. He sat down next to me. And he looked at me and he's like, don't worry, it's not contagious. And I was like, I didn't think it was, my dude. That's just this opener for everybody. Yeah. I, he, I, dude, that was the first thing he fucking said to me. Like, I was sitting next to the window, minding my own business, had my headphones in. And, like, he came up, sat down, and he shook my hand and said, don't worry, it's not contagious. Yeah, that's like the same thing someone <laughs> that has, like, gonorrhea says. Oh, it's not contagious, babe. <laughs> you can only get it once. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm cured. I'm, I feel like it is now. <laughs> I feel like Why I'm going to get that? it by just touching you. Like, yeah. can we just not? And like, you just made it weird, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He, it definitely did, dude. It definitely threw me the fuck off. And for like four hours, I'm sitting next to this guy going, oh, God, what's going to happen to me? <laughs> already white. What's going to happen? I can't get on my phone and look at the Wi-Fi and see if vitiligo is contagious or not. <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners here, we have been uh, begging Corey to come visit us. 
and he has went out of his way to come here and grace us with his presence. He was here forth. once, and we had planned on doing a goddamn show, and then we all got COVID. And then COVID and then, yeah, yeah, life happened, and everything we fell the fuck apart. We got fucking COVID. But we have, we have our wonderful, esteemed, beautiful friend here with us today, and we thank you for coming out, Corey, and spending your time with us. Anytime. Anytime, yes. So now that I'm done making love to the fact that Corey is here. It's we... my turn. Oh, well, shit. Oh, shit. So, oh, I'll say Mason's <laughs> going to take the reins here, and uh, he's going to express his feelings. Don't put a lampshade on this. Just Don't, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let it grow. <laughs> we definitely love stroking your ego, Corey. I um, love it being stroked. I love you just no, being no, here, do. man. Yeah. Honestly, I just I love, love you. Be- I just love you being here. I love seeing you. Like, anytime you come up, I, I think we've been asking about you coming up for, for fucking like three months. Yeah. Forever now. Maybe even longer actually. Yeah. yeah. Cause but, the, your kid's birthday party was in November. So it's been like five months. So yeah. we've been asking for you to come up and we are going to come up. Well, trust me, I'm trying to come up all the time. It just, um, it just, it happens when it can happen. One thing I've often told people about Corey that, uh, people who don't know him, I'm like, I love this guy so much. I've known him for like 15 years. Um, He's literally like one of those guys that anything he does or says is just fucking hilarious in its own right. And like literally like he's so funny. I could just listen to him read the phone book for hours and I'd never get sick of it. I'll just probably be pissing my pants the whole time. <laughs> I second that notion, man. He's fucking good shit, dude. Yeah. All right. So what's your favorite memory of us, man? Of everybody in this room? That, that, that's a good topic. I like that. Um, definitely i think my favorite memory of riley is very early on i met him in ninth grade biology class yep i think i know where this is going oh he knows Uh, (laughs) we were just going for a lesson and uh it was just business as usual and this chick with like like a very large ass stood up in front of him (laughs) and just like coincidentally as this happened the room just happened to fall dead silent for no reason (laughs) (laughs) and he his eyes looked up saw it and then like the dead silence of the classroom went smack that and just like (laughs) smacked her on the ass real quick (laughs) and just everybody just started like dying fucking laughing and i i just want to like I just want to like let people know I am in no way, shape, or form a womanizer. I was just fucking young and we were, stupid. We were like fourteen years old. Yeah, and the dumb person and full that of cum there, yeah, baby. and the person, the the chick that I did it to was a really good friend of mine. Who was and, it? Uh, and it was Ashley Humphreys. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If <laughs> really, you're listening, yeah, if you're listening, I, I I never formally I think apologized to you for that. And we I'm, were really good friends. So yeah, we sh- were really good friends. We like had a really good friend group going on we hung out and stuff like that outside of school a lot of mutual friends so i mean i still slap your guys' ass all the hey, time baby, say, yeah but it's a little different what what was terrible <laughs> about it too if you remember is like the scolding i got for it from the teacher what it was literally it was like my mom was yelling at me or something <laughs> <laughs> literally because i was just like smack that like smack and then like, <laughs> and the teacher just looked at me and was like Riley, <laughs> just <is> like, <laughs> how could you? <laughs> how dare you, a fourteen-year-old boy, smack a girl's ass? And like, I, it kind of like just shook me to my core. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I was just like, oh, that was fucking stupid. Why did I think that was, was like, okay? I have to be a, a misogynist womanizer now. <laughs> the rest of my like, life is ruined. <laughs> that's my title. And like, Fraser Corey is just like, I, uh, like I was just trying so hard not to fucking laugh. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's. Thank you for making that known. It, it was very funny. <laughs> All right, what about what about for Mason? 
All right, we were just talking about this one too. My favorite memory of Mason was we were at a 4th of July party. There was a ton of people there and everybody was like extremely drunk. And me and Mason were the last people not to go to sleep. I couldn't do it. I think I passed out at like 5 or 6 o'clock. I, say, I stayed up till like 3.30, 4 o'clock We were drinking all day. <laughs> yeah, it's like 8 a.m. And me and Mason are still just fully wired, like just getting drunk outside. And Mason's just like, I want to fire up the grill. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm so drunk that everything's funny. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, man, it's tough. It's time to grill, my guy. <laughs> so he's like, yo, go find me some charcoal. I, like, look around, don't immediately see it. And I uh, go in Riley's shed, and I grab some, like, tiki torch lighter fluid. <laughs> Oil, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I bring up some tiki torch fluid. He's like, oh, yeah, this will work. Let's <laughs> get it going. We're, Mason's rummaging through Riley's freezer at, like, 9 a.m., like, grabbing, like, a 16-pack of chicken breast. <laughs> We're out on the grill on the porch. He's, like, trying to get this fire started with, like, toilet paper and, like, tiki torch fluid. <laughs> and he's just got this big thing of, like, chicken breast. He's ripping it open, throwing them on there. And he looks at me, and he's like, hey, man, uh, go in and get me some tongs from Riley's Kitchen. And I go in, open his cabinet, and I just see, like, eight pairs of metal tongs. And I see this little Dollar Tree pair of, like, plastic skeleton <laughs> hand, <laughs> like, salad tossers. And I, was, I just grab those and bring them out. I'm like, hey, man, you didn't have any tongs. I found these, though. <laughs> so he's trying to flip these chicken breasts on the grill, these little skeleton hands. Which just, are plastic, by uh, the way. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, ow. Ow. Ah, <laughs> fuck. Ah. <laughs> and we go to his back porch and we're just eating like grilled chicken, just drunk as fuck at like 10 in the morning. Mason's so drunk, he's just like dropping chicken on uh, the floor. I remember I dropped chicken. Your dog, your dog ate it. The next yeah, you were, no, you, you didn't drop it. You threw, threw it, it into my fucking yard. <laughs> he's getting mad and just eating chicken out. Well, I dropped the- it at first and then I threw it. Were you guys trying to like cook eggs on the grill too? Yes, just a bunch of shit. So I like I like I, eggs in a skillet on top of the fucking grill. <laughs> so I wake up like later on that day. I don't know. It was probably like noon, one o'clock, you know, and usually like I expect a bit of a mess after a party. I'm sure anyone would. Um, I walk out. I go outside to like take my dog out or something. And I look over at my like the side of my porch and. Just this fucking, like, catastrophic fucking mess. <laughs> it's just, like, my whole porch is soaked in, like, beer and fucking mixed drinks. Pretty sure there was, like, broken glass. Yeah, like, there was fucking, broken glass. There was, yeah. like, utensils Ra- everywhere. There was, like, raw egg because he was, like, missing the pan. There was, like, raw egg, some. like, melted to my fucking porch somehow. <laughs> like, like, what looked like somebody had taken, like, the insides of, like, one of those stress balls. Because there was a stress ball. Oh, 
right about to say. I forgot about <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was burning his hands trying to flip the like the chicken breast with the little skeleton hands. <laughs> and I found a stress ball inside of his cabinet and was like, hey, man, squeeze on this. You seem a little stressed. <laughs> and it like exploded and all the stress ball coom just like fucking launched everywhere and, and dried melt- up. And melted to my porch. <laughs> and I was just like... What the fuck, guys? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Corey, they're just, like, dying laughing, telling me about it. I'm like, I'm not even really mad. I'm just disappointed I didn't get to see any of this. Because <laughs> like, it probably was one of the, like, greatest moments ever. And then I was walking my dog, and, like, he starts just fucking eating something in the yard. And it's a fucking chicken breast that Mason <laughs> fucking threw, like, down the hill. And I'm just like, God damn it. I'm like... <laughs> Well, it's too late now. Like, fuck it. I mean, <laughs> I forget. I forget why you threw it back there. Wasn't it because of, I like dropped it. you dropped yeah. it? Yeah, mm-hmm. you dropped it and you threw it back there. I think that was the point where I was like, "All right, I'm going in." I'm like, <laughs> fucking done. You know, I'm just framing the comedic points of the, the whole story. But man, me and Mason, we went deep out there. Yeah, that, that was nice. That back patio. We had some very deep, nice conversations. Yeah, some really life-altering perspectives were put out there between the two of us pretty sure i had some deep conversations with you on that patio before at like six seven o'clock in the morning oh, i'm gonna say plenty <laughs> yes yeah, plenty of those <laughs> a lot it definitely happened all right what about tyler was i moving on we got, got one for more. me we got for me my favorite uh memory of tyler was uh for the viewers me and riley used to share a uh triplex he had an upstairs apartment. I had a bottom stairs apartment. Oh, fuck oh me. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. used to live in the same house. I know where this is going. And one of my favorite memories of Tyler was he showed up and we were all like getting drunk playing like beer pong. And he was just like extremely fucked up. I was on like six different types of drugs. <laughs> like I was on X, like Vicodin, uh i think xanax i smoked weed i got drunk and i did a little bit of lean before i showed up to this party <laughs> i was fucked a little bit of pre-gaming you might yeah, say yeah 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 Just no i was bit. in the i was in the right you mind. were going through a lot at the time though, yeah, 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 so, yeah yeah so yeah. rightfully so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite memory was i had a dog at this point oh, and moose she loved these treats they're like these little like doji fig newtons with, like peanut butter in them and shit <laughs> and i was like giving her one after taking her potty real quick and uh you saw it and you're like hey, yo let me get one of those fig newtons <laughs> <laughs> And I was being nice. I was like, Tyler, man, these aren't Fig Newtons. I mean, I love them too, but these are dog treats. And you just, like, grabbed one and just started fucking eating it, even after all that morning. <laughs> and you, like, walked outside and started, like, throwing up everywhere immediately. <laughs> and just the timing of it all was just so fucking funny to me. <laughs> yeah, that was a rough night, man. I remember that shit. That wasn't the only thing that happened that night. Uh, I also I've, tried to fight somebody I've that night. I tried to too. fight two people. <laughs> <laughs> and like, no, no, that was that was no a different occasion. No, I tried to fight uh, uh, Davis, Nico. I tried to fight, yeah. tried to fight Nico, and he yeah. showed up. Told and him I him to c- get a stupid fucking guitar out of there and get the fuck out <laughs> right after I had invited him there, and I didn't even realize <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even like ten minutes after it showed up. And here comes like happy Nico Davis walking up with his, his little acoustic guitar, and Tyler walks out. It's like. 
oh, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> just, like, oh, you want to hit up my fucking girlfriend? Like, you want to fucking try to hit on her while I'm with her? No, why don't you take your stupid fucking guitar and get the fuck out of here before I beat your fucking ass? I couldn't even get up, dude. Like, like yeah. I was so fucked up on all the drugs that I was, uh, I was sitting on Corey's front porch. And Nico walks up. And this is, like, during the separation time between my, me and Shelby during the, the ex-wife situation. He walks up, and I'm like, oh, hell no. I try to stand up. I use Jackson to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Barely get up. I'm like, you get your fucking dumbass guitar. You get the fuck on out of here. And I've never seen that man so sad. I don't apologize for that situation, but that situation was pretty fucking funny. Good. I, good. I... Good memory, Corey. I felt pretty bad, not even going to ah, lie. Go fuck yourself, Nico. <laughs> that man showed up just with so much pep in his staff. Man, I just got invited <laughs> to this party. Heard it's a really cool guy who just moved in here. I haven't really ever had a chance to meet him. <laughs> he walks up, and Tyler's just like, I need you to go fuck yourself, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to go way the fuck I need off. you to fuck off right fast. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot angrier than that, though. It was uh, it was fu- pretty funny. Um while we've got a second here, I also, since we're sharing memories, would love to share one of my favorite memories from Corey. And this goes way back to the ripe age of like 17, I want to say. You guys were living together? No, not at the time. Not at the time, no. Um, so we had this group of friends in high school, and we used to party at one of them's house. It was her parents' house. And she had this really cool garage set up. And, uh, like, it was a nice, like, cool, like, playroom area, whatever. And we always just hung out in there and got fucked up, smoked weed, whatever. Anyway, so um, we got together and we were like, man, how the fuck are we going to get alcohol tonight? Like, what are we going to do? And I looked at Corey, who at this age looked like pretty much, like, almost a 30-year-old man. because <laughs> <laughs> fucking... You've never changed. You've always looked 30, dude, throughout all of high school. It's and the... now I am 30. Now you are 30. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm beautiful. Not yet. You're, you're close, though. But, yeah, anyway. So Corey had, like, the thickest, like, blackest beard on his face. And I'm like, dude, I bet if you just walked into the gas station and grabbed a 30-pack, they wouldn't even card you. And he's like, well, I mean, I'll fucking try it. Like, he didn't care. So we walked, like, two blocks over to the Casey's gas station. I'm like, all right, just go in there, get, like, two 24-packs of Coors. Like, here's all the money because we drank nothing but Coors Light back then for some reason because we thought high it was school. cool. High school. Yeah, high school. So we're, like, it's, like, me and, like, five other people are just, like, sitting outside of the fucking gas station around the corner. <laughs> Baited breath. For, like, ten <laughs> minutes straight, like, freaking the fuck out, like, thinking, like, ah, oh, they carted him, like, they probably called the cops or some shit. It was, like, a super bad situation. And then, like, out of nowhere, here comes fucking Corey with two 24-packs, one in each fucking arm, just walking out triumphantly as fuck. <laughs> like, you should have seen the fucking look on his face, like, <laughs> Like, he had just climbed a mountain or something, and it was just, like, everybody's like, no fucking way, it worked! <laughs> Dude, the story goes so much deeper from my perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah. My acquisition of the beer inside that Casey's was so hilariously fucking juvenile oh, in nature. Oh, tell us about it. Tell yeah. Us. Because, uh... Let me tell you how many just like bizarre decisions I made going in that <laughs> fucking Casey's. I, I I grabbed like my dad's blazer and like a driver's cap at one point. So I'm just like, you are super bad in the fuck out of the situation. I look like this like weird short old man, and uh, I was taking French class at high school at that point. 
And I started settling on a strategy of like directed confusion towards the cashier. <laughs> so I look over here, look over here, look over here, not here. I walk up and I'm just like, "Vi beer, s'il vous plaît." <laughs> <laughs> and she just looks at me for a second, like gives me a deep look in my eyes, and just starts ringing it up. I hand her the money, she hands it back, and I'm like. Messy. <laughs> and walk out. <laughs> She's like, I'm not even going to try and fucking ask this guy for his ID. She, she had to have known, but just thought it was hilarious. Oh, I, from that point of view, yeah, I would have done it too. I would have been like, you know what? I appreciate the effort. Here you go. Have fun. Yes. <laughs> and that, that, that's like the best part about being like looking older as a, as a teenager because I, I started growing facial hair at like 13. I had a full beard by the time I was like a sophomore in high school. I mean, full fucking beard. Um, we, we, we were able to go to People's, the, the the liquor store right next to that Casey's. We were able to go to People's and pull up. And I was like, yeah, I need a bottle of Jack Daniels. And they're like. And hurry up. I've got a lot of business to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to pick up my fucking kids. <laughs> he's, he's got a beard. All right. He must be of the age to buy booze. He's driving a car. He's got a beard. All right. Here's the bottle. Have a nice day. Oh, yeah fucking great times man great times and now drinking is just not as fun i, I miss the times that it was illegal to do stuff i can say yeah i don't know if i ever really bought liquor underage i don't think i i might have i mean i was buying cigarettes underage for like two years straight after i befriended this guy at a gas station <laughs> i used to work at a gas station in hawaii because i lived there for a couple uh about a year and a half like right when uh it was before they changed the smoking age from 18 to 21 which like, is ridiculous you know around the midwest yeah. and everywhere and it was like that way before it was like that here so i remember like people used to pop up in the gas station it'd be like 19 be like yeah man you'd pack like marble reds or you know whatever just business as usual i'd be like yeah man give me your id and i'd be like Sorry, man, you're 19. I can't sell you these. You're not ready, son. <laughs> you and can just... die for our country. You can vote for it, but you sure as shit can't smoke these. And people would get mad as fuck, too. And be like, man, what do you mean? I have some in my pocket I bought for our left. I'd be like, oh, fuck off. I don't know what to tell you, man. Go there. Go there. Yeah. Shoot. Sorry, get out of here. Be as mad as you want. I'm not fucking giving you these. I think, my dick. I think it's funny whenever you tell stories because you sound like such an asshole, but like you're like the nicest guy. Dude, he's <laughs> really the nicest. Yeah. For our listeners out there, dude, our, Corey Green is one of the nicest fucking people on the face of the planet. I'm extremely nice to those I love. Extremely mean to those I don't. Does anybody else just <laughs> fucking care less? You. Yeah, exactly. you You're any... just an NPC. You can fuck off. <laughs> Do you have any enemies? Do you have any mortal enemies? You don't have to name them. I just want to know if Corey's you have mortal any. enemies. I'd love to see this. Yeah, I want to see this list. <laughs> Donald Duck. Who's your Dinkelberg? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who is the Dinkelberg in Corey's life? Dude, please tell us. Without getting super into it, because it, it, First it reaches kind of personal, but... uh. Yeah, even that would give it away to anybody who even remotely knows me. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I think just types of people in general, like people who just like sit around, complain about shit to you, like the woe is me type, I always fuck with super hard. Yeah. People yeah. who are just like angry about shit and try to draw you into it. Like, man, man, I used to come to this Walmart and the tape used to be like Right there, in the middle of appliances. <laughs> and I'd come in, know I need some fucking duct tape. I knew where to get it, and I'd be in and out. 
But now they got over in the fucking paint section. <laughs> you know, like anybody who hits me with shit like that, I just automatically tell the fuck off. Basically, like, <laughs> just types of people. Like I can read people pretty quickly. Usually, tell what they're about. Oh yeah, right. it's it's it's, yeah. A, it's a it's a give tell. Like it's a good tell. Maybe it doesn't fit the description of mortal enemy, but <laughs> guy asking for tape in Walmart. Uh, Basically, Hitler. Happy birthday, Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) And with this 420 special, I fucking love you guys. I hope you guys are smoking hella fucking weed today. Responsibly. 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 And while you're listening to this. Yeah, absolutely. Out of a a Mountain Dew can with the hole cut in the middle. (laughs) As you should. Yes. Don't forget your roots. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Don't waste those stems or those seeds. Smoke that shit. This is 420. (laughs) Or make some keef out of them. That's what you gotta do. This is is 420. This is a special 420 because this is 420-22. All right? Let's say that 20 times fucking fast. Doesn't even matter. You know what? It's a special 420. We've got Corey Green here, and I couldn't I couldn't be blessed with anyone else's presence but his on this special fucking day. I love all you boys to death. Absolutely. Too, so I am your fearless leader, and to my left we have... I am the one and only Riley Wallen. Then to his left is your boy Mason. To my left is our boy... Cortez. Cortez. <laughs> and if anybody's confused, only like my childhood friends call me my by, by my actual first name, Corey. And with that, we want you guys to always listen to mom. Stay misfortunate, motherfuckers, and we're out. Thank you for joining us. Remember, always listen to mom.